Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Money Podcast, your source for all things money. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today is a very special reunion 2020 episode. What is that? That's when I had a guest on in the past, and I liked it so much I had to bring him right on back. So today's special return guest is Jennifer Kenning, and she's the CEO and co-founder over at Align Impact. Jennifer, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much for having me. Super excited to be here. Oh my gosh, so it's been, uh, so first off, what's going on with this rain in Santa Monica? I'm going to just throw that out there. I'm like, I can't take it. Uh, it's a little bit more than I signed up for, right? We we don't do rain out here. Well, you know, we have to be uh, in line with the rest of the country. Climate change, uh, right? <laughs> I guess, I guess. Um, well, I guess that's a great transition, actually. <laughs> uh, let's just, I don't want to assume, Jennifer, that uh, that all of our um, new listeners caught your first episode. So let's just start off with talking a little bit more about what you're doing over at Align Impact. Tell us a little bit more about the company, please. Great. So Align Impact is an impact investment advisory firm. We help individuals, families, foundations, and institutions align their investment and philanthropic capital with their values and the issues they care about most. We're committed that the world works for all 7.8 billion people, not at the expense of the planet and not at the expense of returns. Can you, um, I don't want to assume that everybody listening um, knows exactly what impact investing means. Can you give us a little bit more of your definition of what that means to you? Sure. So first, I'd like to say that I believe impact investing is very personal to each individual, that each individual needs to define it for themselves, and there isn't anything right or wrong. Um, But the standard or the more conventional definition is around intentionality. You are intentionally investing to derive a dual return. So you're looking for both a financial return as well as a social and or environmental return. And you're looking to actively measure the social and or environmental return. So if you have a traditional investment, you are probably just uh, measuring the financial piece of that equation. Mm -hmm. And we're actually saying you have to have intentionality and then actively measure for it to be considered an impact investment. Can you talk a little bit more about the idea of not necessarily having to um, to trade uh, investment returns for having that uh, having to want that impact in your investment also? Because I think once upon a time, so if we go back maybe five years or even ten years even further, I mean there was just this misconception that um, if you were investing, you know, with your heart, so to speak, for or if you had you wanted that other part of whatever it is that um, that makes you feel good for investing and, and putting your capital to do good, that you had to give up return or that there was some, was some type of trade-off. But I feel like a lot's changed in the last, you know, decade or so. Absolutely. So that is actually one of the myths that we constantly dispel is that you have to mm-hmm. sacrifice return. Similar to the traditional markets, in the traditional markets, 95% of your traditional investments aren't going to be great investments. Right? It's going to be similar in the impact landscape as well. Um, the difference today from where we were even five or ten years ago is that most people think of impact investing as social responsible investing or the divestment movement. 
And in some of the earlier days, you were sacrificing return. But if you look mm-hmm. at a- academic data as well as institutional data um, over the last decade, what you'll see is that you actually don't have to sacrifice return. What you do have to do is do thorough due diligence on your underlying manager strategies, and you need to make sure that you're still vetting them no differently than you would in the traditional space, and that the strategies themselves, along with the teams that execute those strategies, are going to uphold. The other thing is, is we believe as impact investors that you will be rewarded uh, with equal or better returns as you as you invest in this type of investing because you're looking at certain risks that other investors may not be factoring in. And so if you take the same approach that you take in building your traditional portfolio, you can obviously build a very like portfolio factoring in environmental, social, and governance factors and really having it tailored to the issue areas that you deeply care about. And, I mean, it, ma- it makes total sense. And, I mean, if we look at the market or investing in general, it, I mean, part of it is just it's, it's going to be demand, right, supply and demand. So it just is what it is. And so you look at the the um, the companies and corporations, new companies that are being built, um, your, your disruptors, but then you look at, all, look at also, we'll just call them the incumbents, the large, really big companies, I mean, and social responsibility. So as as people vote with their dollars and decide what they want to invest in, and, and obviously the, all the people that are running these companies, they live on the same planet. We all live on the same planet. We're literally in this together. Um, they are more empowered as people are investing and looking for things like this to make decisions um, that align more with, um, with whether it's economically friendly, whether it's um, socioeconomic, whether it's the environment. I mean, they're just able to make better decisions. And if you look at it, to me, and I have no data on this, this is just my personal opinion, the real arbitrage or the real thought process is you're still pretty ahead of the curve right now. Like, I wouldn't argue that everybody's thinking along these lines, but over time they will. And the companies that do make these changes um, will ultimately, um, in my opinion, do, do the best over the long haul. Yeah, absolutely. I would say we've seen monumental shifts in the last six to nine months, and especially over the last three to five years. If you look at the business roundtable discussion in August of 2019, you saw 181 CEOs come together to say that business is more than just generating a profit in the bottom line. That business mm-hmm. actually has an obligation to multi-stakeholders, right, to look at their employees, look at their supply chains, how are they impacting the environment? So I don't think you can just say that our only obligation back to the shareholder is. The other thing to note is that one in every $4 in the U.S. public markets is invested along ESG guidelines um, per a U.S. SIF report in 2018. So that's one in every four. That number is drastically different than it was in 2012. Mm. And the last thing I'll state is consumers actually play a key role in this as well. People often Mm -hmm. listen to me and say, oh, well, I don't have that much investments or I don't really have money that I can invest in this way. And I say, well, you have two other really powerful things. One is your consumption dollars. Where do you Mm -hmm. spend money and what companies do you choose to support and align with? No pun intended. Um, those, Those revenues drive profits at the bottom line, right? Number two, where do you bank at night, right? Where does your money sleep? Where are you putting your capital to uh, hold it? Are you in a local community bank? Are you in a bank that's more environmentally focused? 
Are you in a big bank who is still loaning to fossil fuels, coal, private prisons, and others that actually may contradict your values? No, I love it. And I, I love that you bring up the other points of, um, of how you spend your money, and that's the whole voting mechanism. And over time, um, that does change. That changes everything. That changes the whole system over time. And not to glance over what you said about the hundred and something CEOs coming together saying that, the, that it's more than, um, more than just making a profit. I mean, that statement alone, that's pretty monumental. Yeah, absolutely. And then in September of 2019, you also saw the UC system. Um, the UC system divesting from fossil fuels and other things that contradict the system. So you're starting to see massive institutions start to go in this direction, and I think um, it will only continue with the momentum. If you look at where we are from a climate perspective, um, we absolutely have to address this. Um, another thing that happened in 2019 that has tons of momentum is single-use plastic, right, and straws. and where we went with that whole campaign. And so that actually shifts big corporations and how they package stuff, how they end up producing it, how it ends up getting to the consumer. If, if SFO bans single-use plastic bottles, Pepsi and Coca-Cola aren't actually ready to supply an alternative to that. Um, and now you've seen them, issue, Pepsi issued a billion-dollar green bond in order to be able to look at the packaging and actually evolve into where they need to go to be able to meet the demand. Wow, amazing. It's a great, amazing times we're living in. I love it. Um, so, Jennifer, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on Align Impact or to connect with any of the initiatives you're working on, um, what's the best way for them to reach out or to get that info? You can go to www.alignimpact.com. Um, we also have a LinkedIn page and a Twitter. It's at Align Impact, and we look forward to engaging with you. Fantastic. Well, hey, Jennifer, always a pleasure. Thank you for coming back uh, for this Reunion 2020 episode. I'm excited to get you back on the show in 2021, see, what, see what's cooking over at Align then also. Um, and to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. Hope you had a lot of fun listening. And if you did, um, just don't forget, subscribe to the podcast. If you're watching our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Money, uh, definitely give that a subscribe and, um, and leave us some comments in the video section. Love to hear uh, what you're working on and your thoughts on sustainable investing and otherwise. And Jennifer, thanks again for coming back on the show.